Welcome to Purely Aligned. I'm your host, Melissa Machat, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, alignment activator, and transformational coach teaching you how to create life and business on your terms, have freedom and success, and help you experience the magic of living a fulfilled and purely aligned life. This is about remembering your vision, creating your rules, and doing it your way. And this isn't someday when you get there. Living in pure alignment gets to start now. Happy New Year and welcome to 2023. This is the first episode of the new year. And I have to ask, did you set New Year's resolutions? Did you set goals for the new year? Because if you did, you're definitely going to want to listen to today's episode because we are going to be covering the number one mistake in why people do not achieve their goals, their resolutions, the, yeah, but this is the year I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. I, I have big goals. I have a big vision and I'm ready and I'm committed and I'm all in. So where does it go sideways? Why is it we get to the end of the year and look up and realize we fell short? If you're in real estate, let me know if this sounds familiar to you. You may have had a great year last year. It may have been a rough year last year, regardless of how it went. Are you setting goals for this year that include doing something new? Maybe it's a new source of lead generation. It's a different way to find business. Maybe you're ready to grow and expand. And in order to do that, you need to add something to what you've already been doing. Are you there right now where you're like, yep, I added something new. I call it a source of business, a type of business that you want to add to your lead generation. You want to add to your clientele. Take a moment right now and what is it that you are doing differently this year? If you are keeping things the same, you're like, it's working. I don't want to rock the boat. That's amazing as well. And I want you to do the same exercise we are about to go through because even if you're keeping things the same because they feel like they're working, or if you are adding something new, this applies to both. Because the number one mistake we make is that we forget to experiment. We forget to make adjustments. We forget to see if it's even working the way we thought it was going to work. And it's really easy to get into the motion of doing what we're supposed to do, doing what we're doing every day. And next thing you know, six months goes by, a year goes by, and you're like, wait, what happened? I thought I thought I was you know, going to hit my goals. I thought this was the year it was going to happen. So where did it go wrong? Well, it's because you forgot to pay attention and make daily adjustments to experiment and allow yourself to play to see if that's even what you wanted to do in the first place. And I see it happen all of the time where, and I did it too. It's like, 
okay, this is the year I'm going to hit my goals. I'm going to double my business and I'm going to add lead generation. I'm going to get on the phones. I'm going to call expireds. I'm going to do all these new things. And you go through the motions and you either give up because you realize it's not what you wanted. It's not working or you keep going, but you don't remember to actually evaluate how it's going. What kind of return are you getting? Are you adding the skills and things that are necessary and needed in order to all of a sudden master a whole new way of doing things? Have you ever looked at it that way? Do you realize if you are doing something new to go get business, that is a new way of doing things. So what's your plan to improve those skills? What's your plan to get help and support? Because we think, okay, I'm just going to pick up the phones and all of a sudden I'm going to start calling expireds or I'm going to call a neighborhood or I'm going to start farming or I'm going to start social media. Where is the strategy behind improving your skills to make sure it's actually going to work? And how much time are you giving it before you decide if it's working for you or not? I had a mentor ask me once, what is my return for the amount of time I'm spending on the phones calling expired listings? And it kind of caught me off guard because it was just a part of my routine. That was a part of my schedule was getting on the phones and calling expireds every day. And I never stopped to think how much time and energy was I putting into that versus how much of a return I was getting back. And when I really did the numbers, I realized it was not the as good of a return on my time as I thought. So this is where the evaluation, the experimentation, the daily adjustments, the permission to change your mind or to adjust and pivot. Where are you spending the time to do that? Are you testing it for 90 days? Are you testing it for a week? Are you testing it for 30 days? Is that even enough time to know if the effort is working or not? I remember having a conversation with an agent a few years ago who decided to add expired listings to their business. They wanted to grow. They were used to referral and sphere, and they decided it was time to get on the phones. And I see this a lot where it's like, okay, I want to grow. It's time. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to lead Jen. I didn't do that before, but now it's time. I'm going to do it. And they spent a lot of time now calling expireds. And I believe it had been like six months. And I asked, how many expired listings have you taken? How many appointments have you gone on? How is it going? When's the last time you asked, how's it going? Because their response was, well, I have not taken a listing from expireds yet. I actually haven't even really set an appointment. That was six months of time and energy being put into going after a new way of finding business, and it wasn't working. And my follow-up question was, okay, how much are you practicing your expired script? How much are you role-playing? To which they said, oh, I know I should be doing that, but I just, I haven't had time or I'm not really doing it. I know I should be. It went back into guilt and it's not a shame thing. It's not a feel guilty thing. It's a, 
How do you expect this to work if you're not learning and taking the time to learn a brand new skill? If you get your business from friends and family and your network and people you know, that is very different than going and competing against other agents who are also trying to get an appointment with the same seller. And then when you do get the appointment, they're interviewing multiple people and now you're competing. That is a completely different skill set than a someone you know, a friend, family who trusts you, they already know you, and they're going to hire you. And I find that we forget that new ways of finding business are actually a whole new skill set. So that's the key right now is how much time are you spending to develop a new skill, to learn? Are you in a class or training or do you have a coach or mentor who is doing it the way you want to do it that you can learn from? Are you practicing your scripts and improving your skills and role-playing and making sure that if you only have 10 seconds to keep somebody on the phone, you are at the top of your game? Or are you just winging it and then you're like, wow, that didn't work. This doesn't work for me. Forget it. I give up. It's not going to happen. I guess I'll go back to doing what I was doing before. Now, if you are keeping it the same, you're like, hey, I'm not rocking the boat. It was working. Can you at least apply this and see, is there anything else you can do to improve a skill, to grow, to make sure you are doing the best you can do for your clients? And we sometimes can get complacent. I'm not a fan of that word, but we can get comfortable and we don't realize the market can shift. Things are changing daily in this industry. And if we aren't paying attention, we might wake up one day and say, what happened? I don't know about you, but the amount of referrals I personally received last year from past clients, my network, other agents was definitely less than years prior. And I know a lot of agents were struggling this past year with the market shifting and all of a sudden it felt like we were on top of the world and then business just disappeared and slowed down. What are you doing to stay ahead and stay on top of your own skill set and make sure you're not getting so comfortable that you're forgetting to evaluate and see how things are working in the first place? So if you are adding a new source of business this year, I want to encourage you to put together a plan and make sure you are evaluating, you are experimenting you're also allowed to change your mind. It never fails that we start the year off ambitious and we're so excited and, okay, this is what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna get on the phones and I'm gonna hit 20 contacts a day or I'm gonna lead gen for two hours a day. And you start to do it and you're like, whoa, this is way more than I thought or this is harder than I thought or this is more time than I thought. And it's not what I expected. And this isn't about just, oh, I don't like it. I give up, right? This is giving yourself permission to say, you know, I said I was going to do this, but what actually makes more sense is maybe cutting it in half. What makes more sense is maybe I do need to spend a little bit more time improving my skills and I want to add an hour of skill practice and an hour of actual calling. Maybe there's some balance to whatever it is you're doing. But if we don't remember to evaluate and adjust and give ourselves permission, 
then it's really easy to just say, forget it, throw in the towel, or go through the motions and realize six months has gone by and it's not actually helping or improving your business. I believe in real estate, everything is a 90-day cycle. So if you're going to add something new, what if you looked at it in 90-day plans, 90-day time periods to see and evaluate if it's actually working or not? This also means you get to make adjustments within those 90 days, but if you really want to see if something is working or not, why not put a plan in place to actually evaluate and audit and make sure it is what you want to commit to for the rest of the year. I feel like we set these goals and visions and here's what I'm going to do and it's for the year and then that business plan ends up in a drawer under a pile on our desk. It ends up somewhere else and we forget about it. We don't even look at it. How is that helping if we're not consistently going through and making sure it's working for us in the first place? Another huge mistake we can make is we forget what is working in the first place. It's like we throw it out the window because we think in order to grow our business or to do more or to achieve our goals, we have to do something else. We have to become someone else. And I want to encourage you that when you're taking the time to evaluate and really see if things are working or not, a part of that is making sure it is actually being authentic to you. Is this working for you? Or are you getting caught up in thinking, I have to be more, I have to do more, I have to become somebody else and losing sight of what was working in the first place? I want you to take a moment and think back to your first deal or your first year in the business or go back to the beginning. Go back to a time where you didn't know any other way. You didn't know what an expired listing was. You didn't know about getting on the phones and lead gen and prospecting and 20 contacts a day. And did you still somehow find business? Did things still happen for you? And I'm curious, did it feel easy? Was it easier? A lot of people do not know my story of getting into real estate and how I built my business so quickly. And a huge piece of it, the first couple of years, I was doing what I did best and which was honestly hustling and kind of grinding it out, but it had nothing to do with getting on the phones. I did not call expireds. I did not what role play or scripts were. I saw opportunities with agents getting out of the business or saying it wasn't worth helping a $100,000 buyer when they were used to five, 600,000. Because again, in 2009, the market was crashing and people were leaving the industry faster than, I don't even know. It just seemed like everyone was like, I am not working twice as hard for half the money. This is ridiculous. And I'm looking at it coming from theater and dealing cards in a casino and used to working so hard to make very little. Even a renter for like $300 was more money than I was used to in an eight-hour shift, right? So perspective is everything. And I started going to other agents and asking for the stuff they didn't want. I'll give you a referral fee. I don't care. I went to property managers and said, hey, do you have rental leads coming in? Who's helping them? Can I help them? I'm happy to help. How can I be of service? How can I help? And all of a sudden, I had more leads than I knew what to do with 
because everyone was giving me the stuff they either didn't have the time for or what they didn't want. And it worked for me. I did not get on the phones. I was not wearing a suit every day like I I eventually did, right? I had no idea about this other world that existed with accountability and prospecting and lead gen and 20 contacts a day. Like, I didn't know that that existed the first couple years in the business, especially when I was working in the casino as well, because I did both for about a year and a half. And I'm sharing this with you because it worked for me. My own schedule worked for me. I didn't have the guilt, the shame. I was just living my life, doing my thing, connecting with my clients, and I was doing a lot of business for a brand new agent who supposedly didn't know what they were really doing, was 24 years old at the time. And I look back on that because it was easy for me. And it wasn't until about four years later, maybe, that I started to say, okay, now I'm ready to take this seriously. Now I'm ready to get on the phones. Now I'm ready to become this, you know, superstar agent and with the suit and the whole image and become a listing agent instead of just working with buyers and renters. Like, I'm ready to commit and go all in. And what happened is I lost sight of what was working for me in the first place. I thought I had to become somebody else to achieve my goals. I thought I had to look like someone else in order to be taken seriously. And I I had to have a suit. I had to look professional if a seller was going to hire me as their agent. Like I thought I had to become a completely different person in order to grow and achieve my goals. And what happened is I got caught up in this guilt and feeling bad and I'm behind and I'm not doing enough and why isn't it working? And it started this unraveling of my confidence, this unraveling of what was working for me that I just threw out the window because I wanted to double my business. I wanted to grow. I wanted to go all in. So what was working before clearly wasn't enough, right? Like I completely lost sight of it. And I'm sharing this with you because if you are going all in this year, if you are ready to grow, don't lose sight of what was working for you in the first place. Don't lose sight of your authentic self and what was already bringing business to you in your own unique way. Now, of course, yes, if you want to grow, you do need to talk to more people. You might need to add more sources of business, but make sure it's coming from a purely aligned place that's authentic to you and what you want instead of doing what you think you're supposed to in order to grow. Do you hear the difference? So when it comes to the mistake we make in setting new goals, yes, it's learning a new skill. Of course, it's giving it time to experiment, permission to change your mind, make sure you're doing what's best for you. But you also need to make sure you don't lose sight of what worked already. What was bringing in business before? Keep doing what is purely aligned to you and add something new. It's both. It's and. It's not one or the other. Part of what I feel like was so constrictive of my energy and my mindset is I thought I had to get into the office early. I thought I had to be on the phones early. I thought I had to hit a certain number of contacts by this time. And if I didn't, 
I was behind. I was failing. And what's so funny to me, when I threw out the window what worked before, I was working swing shift in a casino from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m. I was then getting home at like 3 in the morning and sleeping. I didn't start working until probably 10, maybe 11 the next day. And then I would be out showing homes and do it all over again until I had to tell them, by the way, I did not tell my clients I had another job. I told them I had other appointments at 6 p.m., which really was clocking in somewhere else, right? So what's so funny about that to me is I had my own unique schedule that worked for me. And when I threw it out the window because I had to be in the office early, it started years of a like I said, downward spiral of what's wrong with me? Why can't I get here earlier? It's not working. And I want to just encourage you to be aware and be careful that if your new strategy, if your new schedule is starting to affect your confidence, if it's affecting your mindset to pay attention that it may not be aligned to you. Because I know, I wish I heard that years ago because I thought it meant I wasn't good enough and something must be wrong with me. So as we start the new year, and again, whenever you're listening to this, this still applies. Do an audit, do an evaluation, check in with yourself. When I say daily adjustments, that doesn't mean, oh, it didn't work today. I need to change it all up tomorrow. It's, did I do what I wanted to do today? How was my effort? Did I resist anywhere? Did anything come up today where I was like, oof, I got hung up on and it really bothered me. And I realized I took an hour after that to scroll social and avoid, and I don't really want to get on the phone tomorrow. Okay. Maybe there's some mindset stuff there. Maybe there's a skill there that I need to learn. Maybe I can ask someone how they handle that objection. Is there something that always catches you up where you're like, oof, I really don't know how to answer this very well, and maybe it's time that I take the time to actually learn how to respond. The daily evaluation is just checking in with yourself to see, are there any small tweaks? Are there any small adjustments? Are there any mindset or strategy or skills that I would feel more confident when that happens again? And at the end of the day, make sure you are not throwing out the window what's been working for you in the first place. It's in addition to not replacing. I'd love to know what are you adding is something new to your business this year. You can find me on social at Melissa Machat, Instagram and Facebook. And I encourage you to experiment and remember that you have permission to change your mind and make sure you're doing things that really are purely aligned and working for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me. And if this episode served you in any way, please help me get the message out there by sharing it on your social media and tag me as I'd love to know your favorite takeaways. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review. And I hope you learned something you can implement now to live more purely aligned. Until next week.